You're listening to You've Got This, episode 30. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. As an avid reader and writer, I'm thrilled that this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for all books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. So make sure to check out their catalog to see if you can find your next great read. On this episode, I thought I would talk about what I refer to as back pocket teaching activities. And these are things that are kind of tried and true activities that you can use in just about any classroom um, for those times when you just need something a little bit extra. Uh, Maybe that you're not um, motivated to teach that day. Maybe that you have had something else come up um, that you have to you know, not be in the classroom, or you have a little extra time, you run out of things to do for that particular day, or maybe you just are kind of not in a creative mode to think about what you want to do. So I've got five different activities for you. And I think that more experienced teachers usually have these back pocket activities. But one of the things I hear the most from people who are just starting out with teaching is they're afraid they're going to run out of time or that their class is just going to be kind of the same thing every day. So these are great activities for anyone looking for just something new um, to infuse into your classroom. So the first activity I'm going to talk about is a student-led discussion. And this is an activity that works best a little bit later in the term when your students know each other a little bit and when they know you a little bit. And this is an activity that I think works best when um, you're sick, but you have to go into the classroom anyway, or when you're just feeling kind of lazy and unmotivated. And the way that this activity works is that you bring students into the classroom, and it, it actually works best if you've had them do kind of a large group discussion in the past, so they kind of know how it works, but you have them lead the discussion. So you spend the first part of the class asking students to generate discussion questions, and that could be related to the readings for that day, or it could be more comprehensive of things that you've covered throughout the term. And then you say you are not going to speak during the discussion, but you're going to take notes for them. And you can take the notes in your learning management system or, you know, in a Word document that you then share with the students later. But you tell them, you know, we're going to have a large group discussion for a set amount of time. I think it works best if you do between 30 and 45 minutes. And then you ask them to lead that discussion for that time period. So they know that there's an end point, um, but they also know that you're not going to jump in and save them if things are too quiet. So by having them generate some discussion questions in that first part of the class, you at least give them some things that they can be thinking about and asking their peers about. Um, Another modification for this exercise is you can have them generate questions and then pass them around the room so that everyone ends up with a question that's not the one that they wrote. And then they can be asking each other the questions if they are maybe a little bit shy about asking their own. So again, this is a great activity when you want to be a little bit in the background um, for whatever reason. You're tired, you're not feeling well. Um, This is a nice activity where you can just kind of be more quiet and the students can take the lead. 
The second activity is one that I think works best when you get to the end of a period of your class and you're just a little bit shy of um, time and you don't want to end the class early. So the activity that I recommend is to do a minute paper or a muddiest point paper. And these can take more than a minute. They can actually take, you know, four or five minutes and then um, collecting them. So it just works well if you're just shy of, of finishing out the class. But a minute paper is a paper in which you have students respond to just one or two questions. Um, it could be about how the course in general is going. It could be something about the particular content that you covered that day. The muddiest point paper is actually a version of a minute paper where you actually ask students to focus on the things that are confusing for them or that they have questions about. But both of these give you some general feedback about how things are going, and it's a great way to use up some of that end of class time if you um, misjudged your timing a little bit and want to do a little bit of something at the end. If you have more than five minutes that you're trying to fill, I recommend doing these tasks in small groups. Have students break into a small group and answer the couple of questions together. Try to come to a consensus. And that can usually fill between 10 to 15 minutes um, or even more if you ask them to report out on some of the things that they discussed. The third activity uh, that I think works well as a back pocket teaching activity is an online scavenger hunt. And I think this works best when you have students who've got to the point in the term where they're easily distracted and you need to kind of focus in their attention on something going on in the class. And this is an activity that can actually be generated relatively quickly by you where you think about things related to your course content or questions that students could respond to where they would need to look up information online. And if you can give them enough notice uh, to bring a laptop or bring a mobile device, that's great. But for the most part, students usually have a mobile device that has internet access, and you can group students into pairs or small groups around the people who have those devices or laptops or tablets where they could be doing the scavenger hunt in teams. This is something that you can easily build a little bit of competition into by um, having students kind of race against the clock and against each other to find all the information that they need to find. It's a little bit fun. I think it gives students a little bit of a break while still keeping them in the content of your course. Um, and again, it can help kind of bring their attention back to where you want it. So they're not just glancing at their phones to look at text messages, but they're looking at their phones for content related to your class. The fourth back pocket activity is guest lecturers, and these work best when you're traveling or you're just not around. They can also work best um, for the same reason of the student-led discussion I mentioned earlier, where you're just kind of feeling unmotivated or maybe you're ill, uh, but you still need to be in the classroom. I think it's really important for each class that you teach to find a guest lecturer that you feel comfortable enough with that you can call them um, on a relatively moment's notice. I mean, if something comes up, maybe they have a more flexible schedule or it's a, a good friend of yours who's willing to kind of work with you if something comes up. But for each class that you teach, I think it's helpful just to have that person that's related to that content that students are gonna find interesting. And when you bring in a guest lecturer, you can make it really active for your students by asking them to generate questions for that person ahead of time or by giving them some kind of activity that's related to what that person is going to be talking about. So I think oftentimes we kind of scramble if things come up at the last minute and we don't have a person in mind. Um, and so this can be a really great way to kind of make sure that you have a back pocket person that you always think about. 
Another thing, if you have a little more time and depending on your course content that could work well for this is a Skype call. If you have someone who would be good but can't come to your classroom physically or a panel, if you have maybe a group of people on campus who could speak to a particular issue with your course, you could bring in a panel. Um, In one of the courses that I taught on gender, I brought in a panel of mothers to talk with students because it wasn't a perspective that I could speak from because I am not a parent. And so um, I brought in a panel of mothers to answer questions from my students about how they engaged with issues of gender with their children. And that was really fascinating. It was also really easy to pull together because I knew a lot of mothers on campus that I could just say, would they be willing to come and chat with my students? And it worked out really well. The fifth and final back pocket activity that I would recommend are games. And these work best for midterm or exam review periods or in general when your students are feeling really stressed out. And the couple games that I really like and I think have worked really well are um, games that have to do with like vocabulary for your class or games that are more related to trivia. So one of the things that my students really liked was um, at one point I found a uh, template for PowerPoint for a Jeopardy game. And I can try to track this down and post it in the show notes. Um, But this was a way for my students to kind of, again, be in a little bit of a friendly competition with each other. They were able to relax a little bit. We stayed related to the course content with the game. We used it for an exam review. And it was just a way to let everybody take a little bit of a break, even though we were still focused on helping students learn and prepare for the exam. So games are another thing that maybe you you create the template or you have um, a, a PowerPoint or other kinds of uh, organizational strategies for those games. Um, and it could be that you create trivia cards or you know you have something that you create at one point. But then it's one of those things that you then have in your back pocket for the future that you could pull out for a future group of students that might find it useful. So I hope these back pocket teaching activities are helpful and maybe get you thinking about some other activities that you do um, that you found to be really effective. Of course, I would always love to hear about your back pocket teaching activities. What are the things that you um, pull out at the last minute if you need a little something extra to do with your students to help them learn? So thanks so much for uh, listening to this week's episode of You've Got This. I'm Katie Linder, and I'll be back next week with another episode. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at ygtforyouvegotthispodcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. Don't forget that if you're looking for a good book, this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast or by emailing feedback at ygtpodcast.com. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast, available in iTunes, and via my Learn Like a Boss weekly email newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and what it means to learn like it's your job delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you find that you've got this podcast to be a helpful resource, 
please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues, the best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. If you want to learn more about my work and projects or how to hire me as a consultant, workshop facilitator, or speaker, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.